Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. D-O-I in apostrophe. I-T-W-I-T. H-D-A-N-N-Y. And J-E-N-N-Y. Doing it with Danny and Jenny. Doing it with Danny and Jenny. Like Braden, thank you again. Blah blah blah. Great song. You know, we don't have to say it. It's a revolution podcast. I want to jump right into this because we have a guest that I'm the biggest fan of. I I just want to say before you go, like I was always regret. I felt like we should have had her on five years ago when she was more what I would say, maybe seven years ago, more gettable. Yeah. Now it's now it's because then I felt like we would have been doing her a favor as opposed to. We're doing us the favor. By the way, this was the joke I wanted to say. <laughs> it's killing, by the way. It's, it's totally killing. worth it. Um, but take, take it away, Jenny. Okay. I don't even know where to start because this, this lady has... One of my favorite, like my favorite sitcom, 30 Rock, is my favorite sitcom. I have sung its praises. I watch it religiously. Pitch Perfect, Blockers, and right now, like the number one movie on Amazon Prime... Cinderella, director, writer, Kay Cannon, everybody. Hey, I mean, blown up. Everyone, calm writer down. Puts all the rest of us writers to shame and makes us feel just a little bit worse about ourselves. Yes, thank you Are for you being talking about. It? Um, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank yes, you no. so much. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. We're so happy to have you on. I am so happy to be on and. I don't think it was that hard at all. <laughs> like Jenny, you emailed me and I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was wow. so excited. I was like, I reached out. We'll see. <laughs> and I, okay, we were so excited by text group. It's acceptable to change a little as you get like bigger. Like you could have been 10% less nice and we would have all been, well, that's normal. That's great. Oh and actually really seem like happier and nicer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're, you're catching me on. I, the last two weeks have been so stressful. Like, I don't know why we do what we do. <laughs> like, <laughs> like putting something out there and being very vulnerable. And um, oh so God, I feel just, like it's yeah. like out now. And Yeah, it's like when something's out, then you just want to cover your eyes and ears and just yeah. go yeah. to another island. Yeah. I'd love to this start movie is fantastic, there. by the way. Fantastic. I oh, love thank it. you. What is what is that like though? Because I've never had that experience. I mean, I've had an experience of sort of waiting for a show to premiere, but it's a little bit. It's like even if that first one isn't killing, like you, you can build or you know. Or, but what is that like when you put all this, so much money goes into a movie, all this time, and then it's that wait before? I mean, what do you do to keep sane during that period of time? Yeah, man, I was like, I was meditating. I was working out like crazy because the project took even longer because of the pandemic, right? So it was even right. more of a, of a, like a hustle to even get it done, right? Like I didn't even know that the movie would be finished because we yeah. were shooting it and then we shut down and then we came back five months later to finish it. But at any point, Sony could have been like, nah, we're good. <laughs> you know, like we're not gonna, we're not gonna worry about it. But, and then we did, and we never shut down. Um, so it like something, you know, and it's, you, and you know, like you start writing it, like I started writing it in 2017, right? So it's now 2021, fall of 2021. So it's a lot, it's so much 
different. It's so different than when you have a TV show come out. Cause like you said, Danny, like you can like, you can build, you can change, you can adjust, you can like, you know, make, do you get a back nine? Do you get a second season? You know, yeah. there's all that, but well, with the movie it's just out and whatever people <laughs> think of yeah. it is whatever they think yeah. of it. You know? There's five years of my life. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. I have to say like watching, cause I've followed you, you know, for a long time. And on Instagram, I felt like I was like on this journey with you following you going, okay, I'm leaving to I go to London. To. <laughs> but I no, I was with you. Like, I felt like I was part of it. I'm like watching you go with your, your daughter. I, I'm, not, I'm not kidding you. When you got to give your daughter a hug and you posted a oh, video, wow. Kay, you don't even know, like, there's so much awful oh. shit on the internet every day. It makes you feel awful. But I like, I follow an account called like Good News Movement. Like, yeah, yeah. You, know, you want to see something positive? That should have been on there because you were like waving to her, and you got to you quarantined yourself when you got back, and you got to hug your daughter. It was the sweetest thing. I've ever and it was seen. her birthday. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, there, it, it was awful to be away. Like, it just is. And uh, I, you know, I became a mom because I wanted to be a mom. <laughs> you know, like, and I am like, it is very painful for me to be away from her. Yeah. And uh, um, so I was like, oh, it's almost two months where I was mm -hmm. with her and it was even more painful to be, to come home and like be quarantined away from her and just like see her from afar. <laughs> that was the worst, like for both of us. In jail, it's like being yeah. in jail. Yes, it was. Window. Yeah, oh like there's a picture of me like kissing her through like on glass right. or something. <laughs> um, and, like, I was like with you every step of the way. And then Danny, it was like her, was it her seventh birthday? Yeah, yeah. It was, and, and through the window, she's waving and, and she wakes up and sees and then you're like, you can come around and hug me. Yeah, I'd gotten a negative COVID test. Yeah. The night before, <laughs> so I knew I was going to be able to like come in because we were living we uh, in Maine, we were living with Evan's parents. Uh -oh. So at the time, you know, I was like, I didn't want to. I didn't want to get COVID, but I didn't want to give it, spread it. Right. You know, yeah. so we were like extra, extra, extra careful. It was like my third test or something. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the sweetest thing I've ever seen. And following uh -huh. you through the whole, you know, going to London and, and like the whole production was just like, and then to get to see the movie too, like feeling like I was just watching it the whole way. And you did a yeah. phenomenal job. It was a great movie. Fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks. fantastic. I highly recommend everyone watch I it. I have not, I, I, I was thinking, can I pretend like I've seen, because I would like to no, be honest, pretend. I like to prepare. I have not seen it yet, but it was, you were just, so you're just, but I, you're, I've heard from several, I was literally in a writer's room today where people were talking and not knowing I was, like, you're going to be on the podcast today, who were saying, it's really good. Like yeah. that, it just came up in like our, our lunchtime chit chat. So I'm excited to see it. So. Oh, and yeah, Danny, just for you, because I know you. Yeah. They're singing. Oh, I love a musical. I know you do. <laughs> do you or do you not? He loves I do. A I love a musical more than any straight guy should. Yeah. I am like, as, <laughs> I am bananas for them. Yeah. So, like, uh, I'll talk uh, about watching football games, and he's like, Have you not seen Les Mis? You will lose your mind. It's a stripped down production. I saw it down. Yeah, I get, I get nuts about this stuff. So, um, so I'm in. Yeah. That's good. Cause like, look, I, I, you know, I made this, I'd like to say that I, I like, I made this movie for kids and kids at heart, you know, like, uh -huh. you know, and, and I understand like musicals aren't for everybody and stuff like that, but this really is for like, you know, like it's, it, it's not necessarily like, I hope you like it, Danny, but it's not necessarily for like, no, I find out for a 50 something year old man, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but, yeah. but I appreciate those things. And I will even say this because my, my kids are older, but I, I, I wanted to send like gift baskets to anybody who produced or wrote or directed stuff for my kids that I could sit there and be engaged with. Mm -hmm. And because there's, there's so little of it. And so like when something great came along that was like, Oh my God, I can enjoy this. I can watch this over and over again and not like put a bullet in my head. It's yeah. like, and I think like, I, I don't know. Did you, did you find that being a parent, guided you in this journey for you with that just because you sat through stuff maybe that was a little harder to watch or <laughs> down to the kids yeah I mean I, I like cars for example that was like the big one for my daughter like yeah. and I really love that movie but I know it by heart now yeah like, I mean she watched it like 5,000 times but it was the driving force to the whole thing like I I wanted to rewrite this and retell the Cinderella story for my younger self who didn't connect to the Cinderella story Right. Um, and in a way that I felt like I would more connect to it. And then I was just like looking at my daughter Lenny the whole time. Like I would check in with her and I would just be like, you know, 
do you, does this resonate with you? Yeah. What does resonate mean, mom? Um, but like, yeah. Did you ever go like, did you ever say like, who am I rooting for here? Is, yeah. is, is, is she going to produce job? her credit? Did her job? Like, yeah, did she get a producer credit, by the way? <laughs> she should, she should <laughs> get one. Uh, but, but especially like, like song selections and stuff, like I would play demos and see like her and her best friend Pilar, I'd be like, are you dancing to this? Or do you like this? Like, um, and, and they were really, they, it was great. Cause they would, yeah. they were very honest. Like they couldn't, yeah. there was nothing that they could like pretend, you know, they, they either liked it or they didn't. And, well, uh, I can say when I, when I sat down to watch it, what blew me away and I, I didn't know, you know, I knew Cinderella the story, but I didn't know what to expect. And it starts off. The first song is rhythm nation, Janet yeah. Jackson, rhythm nation, but <laughs> like this yeah. version of it. And yeah. right when it started, I was like, wait, I, I know this. I know this. <laughs> I did a dance to it when I was, you know, in <laughs> Lynn Bates School of Dance in Bay City, Texas. Like, oh my God. It was like every song was just this. It was, it's fantastic. Absolutely like fantastic. That. Yeah. Like, and we, I uh, mashed that up with you, Desiree, Desiree's yeah. Gotta Be, uh, yeah. Cinderella Sings. But like, look, the songs that. had to be like um, dialogue on the page. So it was like a puzzle to figure out like what song should go where. Um, and I was in a Barry's boot camp class when I heard Rhythm Nation. And I was just like, oh, that could be the beginning of the movie. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I watched that music video a million times where she would go like three, you know, like she did two, like did two, it different. One. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so getting the lyrics right. I, I, I used to love when people would play like the wrong song. Like they haven't listened to the lyrics at their wedding. Like I had a friend who's like, did every breath you take. Yeah. And it's like, that is a song about somebody stalking someone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, really? Do you not listen to this? So I get that when you're doing a movie, it really does have to apply. Yeah, it's like I will always love you at a wedding, and you're like, hmm. if you really listen, to I will always love you. I don't know yeah. that that's a wedding song. It sounds like a breakup song. Yeah, it is absolutely a breakup song. It is well, a. Yeah, it was like Dolly Parton time. wrote it for Porter Wagner when they exactly. parted ways. Exactly. <laughs> Why is this your wedding song? <laughs> um, well, so we have to ask, you know, I love like knowing your backstory. I want to know how you got started, like in writing, like let's rewind it back. You, you were Second City, you, yeah. that's, that's where you start off. Give us. Yeah, I was um, started taking classes. I was actually in grad school for ed ed education. Like I actually have a master's in education that I've never used. <laughs> and the second year of that, I started taking classes at Second City and then just threw myself into the improv world. Yeah. Like, so you're a performer as well as writer. Yeah, yeah. I started as a performer and I got into writing because I am a failed actress. <laughs> I mean, I feel like a lot of us that happens to us. Because <laughs> uh, at the time, like, um, I started writing for myself because I'd come out to LA to for pilot season and feel felt like and this is, I don't know, what is this now, 15, 16 years ago, where um, it's so different now than it was 16 years ago, because back then it really kind of was like you were either in comedies and sitcoms, you were either the hot, really hot person or you were a character actress there wasn't right. a ton in between and, and and the in between was given to famous people who you know who were who were known so i started writing for myself because i, I didn't fit into those categories yeah. like you know and i'm sort of ethnically ambiguous and i don't, it was just like harder and i like i tested for Saturday Night live i tested for things but i just didn't get anything so i just was like i'll i'll start writing to show what i can do like i'll i'll write a role for myself so I wrote a, a, a pilot with um, my friend Karen Gracchi and and Tina Fey, who I was friends with from like met her at Second City. Mm -hmm. She was she read the stuff that I was writing. So oh, wow. then um, and then and I just kind of rode the horse in the direction it was going because like Tina was like, I've got this show. Do you have a spec? Because I had written a pilot with a friend. So it's like, do you have something of your own that you've yeah. written solo? And I was in a writing at IO at Improv Olympic in LA. I was in a spec writing class. Wow. And I was like week six or something. 
so I, I, so t when Tina Fey is like, do you have something? You're like, yes, I do. Yeah. And it's like, can I have it by Friday? And it's like, of course you can. And I was like, no. And then you're like here. Googling what a spec is. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and I, I, you know, and then Friday became Wednesday and I've stayed up all night long finishing the spec I was doing of the office. And um, I was by coastal at the time. Cause I was at that point, I was married to Jason Sudeikis. And so he was on SNL. And so I was in New York, stayed up all night, finished the spec, um, had somebody in LA proof it for me, wow. sent it in at like 9.30. I had, a, I had a 9.30 flight back to California, back to LA. And then when I got off the plane, they had read it and I had a meeting for 30 Rock. Wow. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't realize. And for 30 Rock too, not for like, oh, some like. What a crazy first credit. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, that's like, I, it's so, I can't imagine like what you're, you're, you're literally at the, I mean, the most precisely written comedy maybe of all time in terms of just how dense it is and like where it's, wow, what a, what a boot camp, what a training. Exactly. I felt like I went to grad school for comedy writing for sure. You sure and, did. And you know, people like, because of the movie, like I've been asked, who's my fab G, like who's my fair yeah. yeah um and it to me it's tina fey like she just worked her magic and like she you know she hired me when i was so green and she yeah. like took me under her wing and and i just learned so much i mean like that staff is i mean danny you know from like your mom yeah. staff it's like that that staff was also just so incredible and all those writers are just so good and i just well, felt like i was just a sponge like just learning and Jack Bird, it talks about you in glowing, glowing terms all the time. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I know her from Twitter, so whatever. But no, yeah. but, um, <laughs> no but, but um, no, he really does. He's like, he, he was like, you came up, you came up enough times that it's like, okay, we get it. You're like, hey, Karen. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, but no, but you know, he really did. And I mean, I, you know, and he, you know, he, he's not like, he doesn't do that for everybody. So I could tell like, yeah. he really meant it. So like there, there's not the uh, courtesy compliment. No, no, I no, like no, to no. call it. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. feel like, like really everything I've seen, like, you, you know, like it, it seems very apparent just given what you've done and everything like Tina Fey is believes in you so much, like, you know, just from like 30 rock. And I'm like, man, what a great cheerleader to have. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, like when, believe me, when I was doing that spec in the middle of the night, I was like rocking the whole time. And I was felt like I was going to barf. Like, I, yeah. like you're gonna, I'm, I wasn't just like giving it to somebody who I wouldn't know or have dinner with in the future. I was giving it to Tina Fey, right? like, and Robert Carlock to read, you know? And, um, and I, I sometimes like the first I mean, I would say the first couple of years, actually, when I think about it, but like that, especially that first year, I would just be at in, in the writer's room at the table and just having this second conversation with myself of just like, I couldn't believe I was sitting there. I couldn't believe I was at the table. And, right. and you know, like in the first couple of months, because I'm in the sketch comedy world, it was just all of us talking about like Tina talking about her SNL days and me telling my sketch stuff. And I was like, oh, it's just people sitting around talking about their lives. Like I can do this. <laughs> and then we started writing and I was like, oh, this is hard. <laughs> oh, what? This sucks. Yeah. This how, how was it like the first script that you turned in for 30 Rock? Were you like sweating well, bullets? Again, like in Tina's mentoring, uh, you know, like I wrote it with Tina and it was the Paul Rubens episode. Oh God. Uh, oh, my favorite High episode. So like, it was this crazy episode that kind of, like was a shift it, it, that episode was like oh my gosh this show is going to do anything like it yeah. kind of gave us permission to do anything like I think there were episodes be before that that really solidified like Jack and Liz Lemon is the heart of the show but that one black tie it's like when you it saw Paul Rubens come out and he was just like thank you for his legs. My <laughs> yeah, yeah. um that that was like that, I still feel this way. I don't know how you guys feel, but whenever I see my name on a, an episode of television or like with the movie and other people are saying the words you wrote, oh, it, it still has, ne it's never gone away for me. Like, 
No, I, I know. Yeah. And, and I, I think it shouldn't ever go away. I think the moment it does go away, that's probably you be concerned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but what also does it go like away? seeing your work and it, people being like, oh my God, what a great yeah. episode. What like, also doesn't go away, sadly, is like, I deserve none of this. I wish that would go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish the imposter syndrome would go away. I wish. Oh my God. I, yeah. yeah. I suffer from that. I remember the first pilot I wrote a few, and I asked Danny, I was like, I had to send it. All I had to do was hit send on my email. And I, like, I called Danny. I'm like, do you feel this? Is this like, uh, and because I still, every time I turn a script into Modern Family, I'm like, this is it. This is the moment I'm going to get pulled away. Right. And they're going to say, I, you honestly, don't believe I've 35 episodes of that show, and not one of them did I ever believe that this was not the one where they were going to find out what a gigantic fraud I've been. This one. Right. And then when it's liked, and it's weird, because then I shift into not the different mode. So I go from, this is the, sh they're, they're going to know what a stupid person I am. And then we get into the rewrite and the, it's going well, it's going well, and I'm feeling great, feeling great. And they want to change a joke. And I'm like, you're going to change that joke? It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I simultaneously scary. think it's the worst thing and the best thing in the world. I, I don't know. I'm never happy. This, this like percolating confidence comes back. In. <laughs> yeah, it's like, just, like, it's like, fuck you and not yeah. confidence. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's hard sometimes like to be proud of yourself because it's so like the, the anxiety, you know, yeah. like something works and you're still like, okay, well that happened, but what do I have in front of me? Everything's going to blow up. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, at 30 rock, like, just to keep, we did so much rewriting, but it's just like, if your jokes stayed, like you would be just so happy if a joke stayed, you know, like you would just be like, oh, that, oh good. Oh, that's exciting, <laughs> you know? Actually, what was your, do you have a favorite joke that you wrote on 30 Rock? Yeah, uh, well, I, I only remember it because um, like Tina has cited it as her favorite and um, and, and a couple people have, uh, in in real life, have come up to me and have had it tattooed on their body. Uh, Stop and it. It's when um, Tracy is talking to a pigeon, and he's like, you know, stop. I can't. I can't remember the exact. But it's like, stop eating those fries. Have some self respect. Don't you know you can fly? You know. Uh, and somebody like I was at a show. I was doing an improv show, and um, somebody came up to me and and she like lowered her shirt and she's like, I got that that quote. Um, tattooed onto her back and it, it, it looked it looked pretty cool but I, it just I was like don't you know you can fly <laughs> um, which is like kind of a wonderful motto for or like a you know an affirmation right sure. to but like there's actually a deeper meaning yeah 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 <laughs> um, but just like I just remembering like Tracy like sitting there and talking to this pigeon <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that i watched so there were so I, I like i refer to it but it's like there are lines that you're just so jealous of like there, it was i think jack was like sick or thought he was dying and his words were i wish i had spent more time at the office yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, like, that is so goddamn brilliant i want to kill myself it's so yeah. Fucking good. Yeah. yeah and i i don't know how you guys are but i when the first three or four years of 30 rock i i re could remember every name of every episode, who pitched whatever joke. Like I had like this acute, like, I, I just knew what, what everybody, now I, I can't remember anything. Like people will bring up stuff and I'm like, oh, what is that? Like, I remember Jackie Jorm Jump <laughs> the title of an episode, but, um, but I Which do I remember, love that episode. Yeah, yeah. It was I the Janis that. Joplin, what that yes. <laughs> They didn't have the rights to Janis Joplin, so she was gonna be Jackie Jorm Jump. <laughs> yes. um, but I remember Jack Verda pitching never take a hippie to a second location or never follow a hippie to a second, yeah. to a second location. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can, I can remember that, you know, that, it, that, that was Jack's joke. Uh, yeah, no, oh. there, there, were, there were just so many, like, it was just so dense. And it's one of those shows that really holds up for repeated viewing because I, you definitely find you miss stuff and there's, Oh, it's, it's just so rapid fire. Like just the, I just have such respect for that level of, because I know how much work goes into making all those jokes hit. I know like when I watch an episode of 30 Rock, I'm just thinking, because like we haven't been in writer's rooms, I'm thinking, holy fuck, how much, how many, what were the things that were in second place to that? Like how, where did they get yeah. to that? You know? Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Like, you know, like Robert would sit on, and the room would sit on a joke for like, hours sometimes <laughs> you know you'd be like out an hour and a half and be like uh can we move on <laughs> uh 
but yeah. but Floyd was that way with uh, in his part of the room on um on on Modern yeah. Family. Be like, we don't have this yet. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my second meal. Like I'm on yeah. my second dinner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, let me ask you about. So, I mean, a, a huge hit for you it became a, was Pitch Perfect. I mean, that was a massive success. Like, was that the what was the was that the first movie you wrote or what was the first? yeah like I had I had done a little bit of writing on baby mama like I'd come in uh, to help so that was like my first film experience but um uh but yeah that was also like one movie I love by the way uh, totally uh, love baby. <laughs> uh but yeah like but pitch perfect was like the first time I'd ever you know written a, a movie and um, so, I wait, so, so your first writing for TV was 30 Rock, and then yes. your first movie you wrote was Pitch Perfect. That is correct, yeah. That happened, but downhill from there. <laughs> I quit. I don't want to do I know, I know. I just quit. <laughs> I mean, where am I going from here? Oh my god. That's goodness. amazing. I but know. you know what? That Pitch Perfect was a slow burn, too, though. Like, you know, I sold, uh, we, we pitched that in 2008, Glee came on the scene and Pitch Perfect was dead. Like I wrote my first couple of drafts prior to Glee. And then when Glee happened, it was like, it, it was already like what, it's a ragtag group of gals, you know, singing acapella. Right. Like it was already kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> right. um, um, and, you know, not something that somebody's gonna green light right away. And then and so it was like dead for a couple of years. Like it was, and I didn't think anything was going to happen. And I, and I just like to rewrite, like I just will rewrite and rewrite and rewrite and rewrite all the time. Like, you know, as we're shooting in post, like that's just my kind of philosophy writing wise. And so I just took that time just to kept like rewriting it and honing it and getting notes. And, and then, um, and then Jason Moore signed on as director and, and, and we had to like, I remember us going into Universal and Bridesmaids had just come out the week before and was massively successful. And right. thank God, because I think that helped open the door to Greenlight Pitch Perfect. So um, you come up with this idea prior to Glee and Bridesmaids, then these two things fall, like the universe just makes <laughs> those things happen. That's what, what an yeah. amazing story. Yeah, like and Bridesmaids being successful was so huge for us. Like it really just opened this door for us. And Jason had made a sizzle reel of like the tone and the vibe and the feel of the movie for Universal. And I remember us watching it. And it's like taking like the funniest parts of Anchorman and like taking like all this great stuff online of acapella and like uh, all that. And, and like they watched it and they were like, that's so great. You know, and I, I remember thinking that's so weird because that's just taking other great movies <laughs> and putting yeah. them all together and saying, this is what our movie's going to be like. So in your sizzle reel was like afternoon delight from Anchorman. Yes. Yeah. That's hysterical. Like, okay. Jason, Jason had put that together. Like Jason had worked. I, I don't know. And the producers as well, but like, yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then um, uh, gold circle came in and, and so like pitch basically kind of was like, it was universal and gold circle. And, and that it was kind of like, shooting an independent movie really, you know, like, wow. you know, it was kind of like all under the radar. Right. Like, yeah. and so, and even when, um, pitch came out, it's like, it did okay. Um, in the box office, but what started to happen was it just had this, this crazy long legs, like, um, where five months later it was still in the top 10. Really? So yeah. yeah. And so, and then, and then when like DVDs were selling out and stuff online was selling out, like that's why we got a sequel. It's not because we had like a massive box office hit. It was the build. It was yeah. just the build. And it was like, so it was like something strange that people were were surprised they liked, you know? Like, um, and I felt even even though 30 Rock had so much success, 30 Rock was kind of a build too, you know? Like yeah, and 30 Rock was never a classical hit. Yeah. Hit. Yeah. You know, in terms of it was never like in the days of rating bananas, it was always like tells you like that's a problem with the culture and networks other than not not the show because it's like why is that i mean we all know shows that were very successful that were like seriously um but like but like how is 30 rock and i'm yeah so yeah um, wow so it doesn't it didn't feel like it was like oh pitch perfect as, as my first movie until like till pitch two came out <laughs> and when pitch yeah. two came out and did really well and broke yeah. records and stuff like that then it was like oh this i think this is uh 
this feels successful now. <laughs> and it's perfect three. You had yeah. How involved were you in the casting of that? Because the cast was just so fantastic. The I cast mean. was incredible. Uh, I yeah. I mean, that's all like the producers and Jason Moore and you know like uh, 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 the one thing I can sort of lay claim to is Rebel Wilson because I saw her in Bridesmaids, and then I realized we were Facebook friends. And I was like, she would be perfect. I like, we had a little bit of trouble casting Fat Amy because I think, you know, it, it's, yeah. a, it's a swing, it's a swing, right? right. And, um, and so I sent Rebel the script through Facebook. <laughs> and, um, and I didn't say, I was just like, just read it, see if, yeah. any, if you respond to anything. And she, cause she was a big 30 Rock fan. So she had like sought me out to be a Facebook friend. Oh, that's great. Um, and um, and then she read it and she wrote back, like, I think I can make a smashing fat Amy. And um, and then I was there for her audition and uh, like, you know, like sort of the rest is history. It's just like, wow. Yeah, because, but yeah. Isn't it funny? I bet Hollywood hates social media because you can just go around and go like, I'll just go to Facebook and hit her up. Right, right, right. <laughs> Instead of going, of course, let me call now my agent to call her people and have a middleman and, you know, like, sometimes it, it's hoops to get to somebody but now yeah. with social media like oh yeah the gatekeepers are gone <laughs> that way right it was like the right place right time in, in a way because she, she had a small part on bridesmaids and it was like oh she's so funny and so like ready to be like this unknown yeah uh, and I mean, on bridesmaids she just stole the like every scene yeah. she was in was hilarious yeah i was thinking of her with the frozen peas i know yeah yeah so banged up um <laughs> The, uh, uh, so the message here, by the way, so for aspiring writers and uh, directors is contact uh, Kay on Facebook. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, now um, it's more of a TikTok thing now. Like, Facebook yeah. is like I'm not on TikTok. I, I, I'm, I'm old lady cannon over here. I've got, I've, I guess I got to get on it. I, I have it. TikTok just to see other people's videos, uh -huh. but I've never posted anything. <laughs> Like I just have it just to look at other people's. I pretty much do every single dance challenge. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> but you've done like so many blockers and everything. Like blockers. Are also you, are you gonna take some movie. time after this? But oh, blockers! Like just want to just applaud blockers. Oh, thank you, thank so you. Good. Love blockers. I went to see that not knowing you were associated with it. Actually, really? Yeah, literally. Like, because I let you know I'm obviously a fan, but it was like oh, I didn't know this was, and it was like. It's just, it's so good. And that movie could go wrong in a million ways. And it did. Yeah. Yeah. It, like hit, yeah. I think the target for that was so narrow and you were just like right in the center. Good I job. think that's- and, and how, Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I, I feel like that has kind of been my thing in my um, career. It seems to be is that like, I'm trying to do things and that people could easily write off and yeah. think it's so dumb. And then what's, so in a way, I'm kind of like keeping the bar pretty low so that when they see it, they're like, oh, I actually like that. Like, and they're surprised that they like it, you know? And that's yeah. the same with Cinderella too. I think like, like people are go, could, could go in with a certain, you know, some preconceived notions and then go, oh, I actually, that was like something that was entertaining to me or whatever. Uh, um, oh. Yeah. John Cena, who is in Blockers, and we just had Steve Agee on, who was at Suicide Squad. Is he just, I mean, Danny and I, we have a little project and, and we keep talking about wanting John. Is he just that great? Because I love him. I'm obsessed with John Cena. You know what? He is that great. You know, I, and I'm, it's no, there's no, I'm not blowing smoke or anything like that. Like, I love him. Like, uh, you know, I was uh, an athlete. I grew up an athlete all my life and I've been on so many teams and of coach teams and uh, improv is like a sport yeah. in itself in a way we were on a bunch of teams. Yeah. Um, and so John and I have that same mentality. Like he's got like that, he approaches the work with a very athletic mind. And yeah. so he like works very hard. He leaves nothing on the field, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and so I, I, he's extremely coachable and, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and if you can get him like, uh, did you see vacation friends? Oh, but I just watched that. I love you now. It's yeah, like that was, so that's one, one thing I was going to recommend. I was yeah. crying. <laughs> so funny. I mean, the movie's really funny, but he, he, in he, particular, 
as like yeah. showing you something different with him. Yeah, and he goes for it and the big yeah. and the goofy and the overly emotional. It's like, I, 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 I'm, just, I'm just a huge fan. Um, before we get to our recommendations, I think this would be a good time to stop and just give thanks to the people who pay for this podcast, which we're going yes. to do right now. It's that time of year and it's my favorite time of year because it's NFL season and that's, you know, a holiday for me. All eyes are turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season where I'm my happiest. And I am happy for you, which brings <laughs> me happiness. Um, but I do love a good sports wager. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. You are 100% correct because you can get all the updated odds, props, and contests at betonline.ag. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to break open that laptop or what's your cellular device, type in the website to sign up today and you will receive a 100% welcome bonus. 100%. Are you kidding me, Dave? That's the whole enchilada. That is full enchilada. That is betonline.ag, promo code NFL100. That is NFL100. Do it, betonline.ag. Do it, doing it. Hey there, doing it nation. Look, the world's a chaotic, noisy place. We don't have a lot of control over things. Things are coming at you left and right. You're always looking for that little retreat. I know I am. I got to get in the zone. Getting in the zone. And one thing you can control out there are your own personal vibes, the playlist of your life. And the way I listen to that stuff is with a pair of my amazing Raycon wireless earbuds right in the old ear holes. Uh, Danny, I'm telling you, from morning to night, I will put in my Raycons to work out, to go to sleep, to chill out, to meditate, to pump up, wind down, work out, whatever it is, they are my go-to audio BFFs. And the new everyday earbuds look and feel and sound better than ever. And they, the, the, I wanna go to the feel part real quick, cause you know I'm a touchy feely guy. I know they you are, are too. I have finicky ear holes. I get uncomfortable. I, they, they, these are the most comfortable it's like I it's like having two feather fluffy pillows in my ear. Um, but in a it's good like way. Two fairy godmothers. Two yeah, two little angels singing, you know, just you know, re reciting this American life in my ear. Um, it's, it, and it, by it, the it, way, you get three new sound profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds its absolute best with just the right amount of bass. Which I know you're all about. You know I'm about that bass life. Can you tell me what those three modes are, my friend? Uh, well, we've got pure mode, for podcast listening, blues, instrumental, whatever your jam is, balance yeah. mode for rock, heavy metal. You've got bass mode for your little yeah. EDM reggae jams. It's 100% the best. What I like also though, is like if I have to be aware of the world, they have this new awareness mode so I, so I'm aware, like say I'm listening to my podcast, but like, oh my God, someone's coming over. Don't want to miss a call. Don't want to like, gotta let somebody in. There's right. a fire outside. I know about it. Exactly. And you know what's even better? That could be going on for eight hours of no. playtime and 32 hour battery life. That's bananas. That's banana. I mean, think about that. That is a technological achievement. There's yes. also a built-in mic and you can take your calls on your earbuds at the press of a button. And do you want to hear something even better? I do. I, you know, Raycons I start at half the price of the other premium audio brands Banana. and they sound just the same or possibly even better. I'm not even going to. I'm going to just say, I think they sound better. And I'm not just saying that because they're paying us. They do sound better. They do sound better. I never use that other brand anymore. Nor do I. Um, can I ask one more question about sure. this? Um, what if I don't like them? Okay. What if I was like crazy and I didn't like them? This if you're never a psycho, yeah, if you're a psychopath who yeah. decides that you do not like Raycon, you do have a 45 day happiness guarantee where you're able to send them and get a full refund. 
but I def- you will never do it. So right now, Doing It listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash doing it. That's buyraycon.com slash doing it to save 15% on Raycons. Jenny, what is that website again? Jenny, that is buyraycon.com slash doing it. Do it, doing it. Do it, doing it nation. Get yeah. on this. Don't yeah, sleep on it. Don't sleep on these earbuds. You don't want to do uh, it. Although you could because they're that soft. This is true. I do sleep in them. I've woken up with them in my ears. And they look lovely. Thank you. And we are back with back. the great Kay Cannon. Um, yes. So um, is what I would call. What's AR? A triple threat, I would call I would A triple threat, yeah, yeah. Yeah, writer. No, writes, direct, yes. and Perform. is a hell of an Irish dancer. <laughs> I'm right now. Well, she, I'm sorry you can't see us at home, but she just went yeah. full Michael Flatley. I mean, unbelievable. <laughs> As we were like discussing John Cena, I have to say, I remember seeing him, I think, the, I feel like it was the first thing I saw him acting with sisters because it was- a, Oh, right. You know, so, yeah. And he played the tatted up drug dealer. And yeah. I remember thinking, is that John C- <laughs> Is that the yeah. wrestler guy? And he was hilarious. I mean, unbelievably hilarious. So, so funny. And then he was in, I think he was in Trainwreck, right? Yeah. Our sisters. And yeah. Trainwreck was like where you go, oh, wow. That's like, where he got me. Yeah. And then for me in casting Blockers, it was watching him host the ESPYs. Like he gave, right. a, he gave a monologue where it's like, because you can tell like he's got his wrestler perform, uh, you know, persona. Mm-hmm. And then he was really good in these like smaller roles like train wreck and sisters and stuff like that. But like him delivering jokes in a, you know, in yeah, a monster form. Yeah, yeah, it's not easy to do. And, and he did it so well that I was like, oh, so he can, there's there's degrees for him that he can like shift to that like he yeah. has a, some range. No, he's I always get blown away when I see like a, somebody that you don't expect to be good, you know, like Justin Timberlake hosting SNL or, you know, like uh-huh. somebody that all of a sudden you're just like, what? Or watching those like Comedy Central roasts, and you know Snoop Dogg gets up and kills, and you're like, <laughs> Snoop Dogg. You know, as a comedian, I'm like, you're like pickling Snoop. Like, come on, man, cut it on the action. I felt like Blake Griffin in that roast was like, I mean, I yeah. knew he's funny anyway, but it was just like that yeah. was killer. That stuff. Oh my god, so so funny. So, are you going to take some time now? Or are you? What are you working on now? What do, what do you have in front of you, Kay? Um, yeah, I, 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 I hope to not slow down. I've got like a, a, a production company. We've got a slate full of things. And it, and it, wh- where I'm at right now is like, it's kind of weird. I'm in that weird feeling of like, oh, Cinderella's out and done. And I don't like, my work is done on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's been, it's been in my mind for, for now years. So like, I'm getting past that. And, um, you know, it's just, you guys know, like, you never know what's going to get greenlit. You never know what's yeah. going to actually come together. To have anything made these days is... It's so hard. If I can give you one piece of advice, I would really look for more stories about uh, white middle-aged men. I think, uh-huh. yeah, I think yeah, yeah. Used right now it feels like we're at that cultural moment. It's like our turn, I think. Yeah, I've got like a dozen or so of those uh, <laughs> that I've been working on for the last several years. Um, but it's hard. It's hard to just even get like executives to listen to... <laughs> Because yeah. they're just like, nobody wants to watch that. Or no, everybody wants to watch that. <laughs> and, and there's, like, there's just too too many of those shows already on there. So it's just really hard. I think if you just watch. always put a superhero in every script, you'll be good. <laughs> like it'll get made. Isn't that the key? <laughs> like, my problem is if I, if I say like the superhero is the mother and they're like, get out of my office. <laughs> <laughs> no superheroes of mother. Get out of here. Um, so with- I six, then you're really <laughs> yeah. this fat ass mother. Get out of here! <laughs> How dare she? Well, I know you're a busy. Danny, go person. ahead and introduce our next scene. Our next segment. Our yeah, this is where we go. Like, with part of the appeal of the show, this is what the, the fans just go crazy for. I mean, I can't even <laughs> answer all the letters, and you wouldn't understand this, okay? But uh, the, just the throngs. Uh, for us, but um, we kind of talk about some of the things we've been uh, watching and enjoying. 
Um, and uh, I mean, what, what, what are some of the things that are entertaining you in the few spare moments you have? Well, you know, I have to, if you know me, you know, like I watch everything and I stay up to all hours of the night watching everything. I just love television. And like, yeah, and my, my daughter is like also loves television. And it's like hard to argue like with her. Yeah. It's like quality time. You, yeah. you argue about screen time with her and you're yeah. like, mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I learned it from you, mom. Yes. I'm like, I know. And I'm actually proud. Um, I love right now. I've been watching uh, the other two, I think is going to be one of mine. Unbelievable. Um, yes. I think, I think the second season is so funny. And so yeah. I, I like the first season a lot, but I think this yeah. season is just like, Next uh, yeah, next level. And I can't wait for the episodes to come out. You know, when you have yeah. that and you're just like, Oh, right. oh the other two, like there's two episodes out. Right. I, I just watched them today, actually. Um, and then the church uh, one at the Soho house. Or, oh I mean, gosh. holy shit. How good was that? Okay. Anyway. Yeah. I don't no, give it it was one. so good. I, I tell you what, one, I laughed so hard. I kept rewinding. It was at the end when he was like, and Chase has a new Luke and he pronounced <laughs> look Luke. Crying, laughing. <laughs> <laughs> They're I mean, taking such big swings in such a great way, like where you're really seeing stuff you haven't seen on television before. You know, like so good. The uh, um, Drew Drew's character, like with the guys and the you know on oh, grinder or whatever. You know, um, amazing. It was so like funny. it felt yeah. so like well observed, like a world I don't you know. Yeah. I, I, I pretend I'm not super familiar with. But, um, but it, it was like, wow, it was like that. It was just, it was really like, what a fresh take on all of that stuff. Yeah. And yeah. still funny. Yeah. 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 What else? Anything else? Yes. Uh, the Chair. I've, I've watched all, uh, have you guys watched The Chair? That's no. the one with um, Sandra Oh. Sandra Oh, not yeah. Seen it that, I heard it's great. Yeah, it, I think it, I, I finished the whole thing. I think there's only six episodes of that, but it's super well-written. It's, it's really funny and it's so well acted. And it is that like, I, I connect to it because it's, it's like like women in, you know, in, at the college level, at the Ivy league level and how they've not been treated well. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's like uh, Holland Taylor is so funny in it. And oh, wow. um, Jay Duplass oh, is so great in it as well. Uh, it, it's really, really well done. Um, Huh? What's that? I definitely want to see that. You're this is like the third what's, time what's, what's that on actually? It's on Netflix. Netflix. Okay, Netflix. Okay. Yeah. And I think it was co-created by Amanda Peep, which I thought Oh, that makes sense because Holland to Sarah Paulson to Amanda yeah. Peep, they're BFFs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> How do you know that? Follow the bouncing ball. <laughs> I'm a Hollywood insider, you know. <laughs> amazing. Um, yeah, I've well, been. Danny, what about you? What have you been? I mean, the thing that I I've watched them twice. I was honestly the uh, the other two is like that was like my number one choice because I I hadn't seen the first season, so I binged the whole first season, uh -oh. got to this, and it's like how did I miss that first season? And the second season, they stepped it up a notch. Um, for just a show that just gives me joy, and like I'm I'm so happy every time I watch it is what we do in the shadows. I've taken um, both of my choices. Oh no! <laughs> my... Oh, I love damn. what we do in the shadows. But yeah. What we do in the shadows, and those they drop. They, they drop. That's how we say it when an episode comes out. We say that they drop for people listening at home. So they drop two episodes um, uh, uh, up front, and they're just so good. And the characters are evolving and developing. I just, yeah, I'm just all in on that show. Oh, that's I, that's, the, that's my next show that I need to watch because. I, I I've heard so many great things. Like so many people say how great it is and it, yeah. and it like the critics love it and everything. And it's one of those things where I want to like sit down and just binge all of it, you know, You'll uh, love it. You'll, I, I know you will. I know you will, because I know like in the way that sometimes like 30 rock would just go for comedy yeah. and in, in whatever that reality world was, I think, um, that crew has that same ethos and, um, uh -huh. and it's not as rapid fire. It's a much quieter, sweeter comedy, weirdly enough, but yeah. it's just as it, it's taking just the same kind of big swings. That's actually a great observation. Cause it, it's like when queen of Jordan 
when those yeah. episodes on 30 Rock. And yes, that's, exactly. it's, it's like that. Yeah. But it takes a, like swings like that. Like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like that's oh, how yeah. it is. It's super, that it's in that Wellington paranormal. You told me to watch that, which is like a spinoff or something. From the movie, from the movie yeah, what yeah. we do in the shadows, two cops from New Zealand appear in that movie, and they yeah. feed them their own X Files. Yeah. Also, a um, it's X Files, but it's all mockumentary. Yeah. And the camera crew is kind of present in it, like camera crew get hurt and killed in it um, as they're going through it. Yeah. But so sweet. Fantastic. Well, those were going to be two of my choices, but also I just watched Cruella on. Oh, me too. That was fantastic. It was so great. I, yeah. I didn't even really know what to like expect, but I was like blown away. That was awesome. Yeah, I'm I mean, shocked I, to hear that's good. I'm shocked. It is good. It's fantastic. Yeah, you know what? It, that's one of those things where like film Twitter made you feel like it wasn't good right. or something. Yeah. Uh, and then I watched it too, and I was like, "This is great." I mean, some of those camera moves are amazing, and yeah, uh, Emma Stone, Emma Thompson, phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, they're. I mean, Emma Thompson is just doing Emma Thompson and it's so, she's so good. Yeah, she's Ad fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And then also, of course, Amazon Prime Cinderella. That's phenomenal. Oh, well, look at that. Phenomenal Rhythm Nation. It should have been called Rhythm Nation, but like Cinderella <laughs> with the rhythm. <laughs> or this episode drops, I, I used it again. Um, uh, I'm going to watch it so that I can comment on it on my, social media platform which is quite important to me. I'm, 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 I'm the world's oldest influencer you're an influencer yeah you are uh, yeah you're an bald, world's baldest influencer <laughs> um okay jesus christ thank you for doing this you're a delight oh, i mean this is this... so awesome you guys are uh, you guys are amazing and i have to like i follow you guys and uh like about full disclosure, I was like, oh, I'd love to go on their show sometime. Like, you know, and and then I I felt like I manifested it because then I got um uh because I I saw the Steve um is, is, did you say a G is that how you say something? AG AG like I saw I saw Steve G one and it was like oh man I would love to go on their show. <laughs> I can give you more advice if you have this power you should use it for higher goals. Yeah. <laughs> But we are, way, I'm gonna we, I'm gonna ride that high for the rest. Oh my god, me too. Like I am you just made both of our nights. And we're gonna do a little after after you sign off, we're gonna stay on and we're just gonna go like like do that dance in a bad rom com where the guy likes her. It's like yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, right, thank, you. thank you for being part of this. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank yeah. I really appreciate you coming on and thank you, Doing It Nation, for listening. And watch Cinderella, you People. Yeah, right you better now. watch it. I swear to God.